Hey, what's going on out there, guys? It's another Addicted Fishing Podcast, and uh, it's the first one that we're recording for the old 2022, and uh, honestly, we've, we've all been out on assignment. We've all been doing a bunch of projects, running around. Uh, just got back from doing 16 days straight, doing the guiding thing in freaking Hood River for Sturgeon, and I've got a guy who sat there and joined us along the whole freaking way through that hellhole. Uh, what a Mr. great adventure. What a great adventure, Mr. Ryan McCon. And then, of course, laugh. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Jordan, I don't even know what you've been doing the last two, three weeks. Oh, man. Going somewhere so, different every day. Put 30, 34,000 miles on my truck already this year, so. Oh, that not, not 2022, not but uh, in, in, in the exact year, it was Christmas Wait, to Christmas. When you say this year, it's 20, it's 20 days in, or 19 yes, days in. 19 now. days in. Uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff, getting, you know, quite a few days got tied up with getting stuff ready for the movie. You know, everybody's been really busy starting with guiding, but we have been moving and fishing and filming and moving and fishing and filming. You know, the, the last time Alex was here filming with us, we fished 14 different rivers in the week that he was here. And so, you know, it's just been just a constant go and run and trying to just make the coolest videos possible a lot of crazy weather patterns like exactly. compared to what we've had like mm-hmm. i don't care where you were what you're doing yeah we got a hand you had to, to be you had to be pretty handy to get there yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you guys have been up in the gorge which we've had these big winter storms everybody i don't know if you're, if you're not from the northwest um which is no story to the midwest or the east coast of course but we've had a bit, we've had some snow yeah. in the northwest which is a big deal and these guys have been stuck in the midst of where the most snow fell doing doing what guiding breaking shovels, catching bottom <laughs> slurping sturgeon torching motors trying to get them to fire off or whatever oh man going through the motions trying to trying to stay out there trying to get our so i saw some videos you guys there was you're shoveling off snow in the morning, which I'm sure you had done right before you went to bed, and there was like 12, 16 inches of snow in the front of the boats and on the seats and everything else. Yeah, that we had uh, almost 30 inches in eight hours, and I remember shoveling like 14 inches at one point going back, coming out two hours later, and it's just like, you got to me. There's eight, ten inches again you got to shovel. Yeah, did anybody try the leaf blower? I don't think we're not cold enough. We were not not that prepared. (laughs) I mean, we had everything, snow shovels, everything you can imagine, tarps. And at the end of the day, when it's coming down that hard, you just got to stay on it. Yeah. When we first got there, when we first started the season, we all headed down a day and a half early. I think it's what, four of us, four of us guides and head down. And uh, the first two days we were fishing in eight degrees and 16 degrees and cold, miserable, tough, tough, tough conditions. But then this perfect snowstorm came. And I remember that night, the first night, we the left our boats storm. on the trailer. What's that? <laughs> the perfect storm. The per- it was the perfect storm. <laughs> I love it. Fortunately, Ryan's client stayed in the, stayed at the hotel, so we had some guys to fish during these perfect storms. But shoot, the second day, I remember the first day, it was so cold that I negated to keep my boat on the water the second day just to keep it warm. Oh, yeah, keep your motors in the water. The motors, the, the equipment was just dying. Like the power steering pumped on that Mercury was like, I mean, it wasn't sounding good, <laughs> but it was making her through. So we wanted to put it on the water, but then that snowstorm hit. And I remember distinctly going to bed about 1130 because it was a little, you know, guys and doing we what guys saying, do. Oh, it hasn't even <laughs> yeah, done anything exactly. yet. We're good. We missed we're it. We're good. We're good. And then you woke up. The room was Ryan here. He wakes up at like 430, looks out the window and goes, holy 
And I was like, what? And so it's glowing, my running boards it's glowing out there. Right. And so I, I, I get up and I look and, and so I, we left our boats on the water because we knew we weren't going to be able to launch them in the morning. And we had, you know, fortunately his clients stayed, my clients didn't make it. Um, but we knew we weren't going to get the boats in the water for a few days. So we moored them. But then I realized, crap, I got my top up. And so at 4.30 oh. in the morning, I throw my gear on. I walk out the front of the hotel, and I'm like, there is no way I'm driving right now. And I'm, as I'm looking up at 84, and there's trucks backed up, the intersections blocked. Like, there's just stranded semis everywhere. I got so much more respect for what those guys have to deal with. Yeah, they were. Oh, my God. They were jacked up every which way just trying to get off the freeway. Right. So I look and I'm like, there's no way I'm driving to the arena. So I start walking and I start walking. And at this time, it's like probably just about knee deep. And I'm just walking through the top. I got your snowshoes. Funny story. I actually saw a guy using them the next day. And I made that. I'm like, that's the first time I've ever seen someone actually use snowshoes. It was like his moment. The <laughs> yeah, one right. time he needed those. Packing them around his whole life. One day he needed those snowshoes. Yes. See, honey, this is why I bought these 20 years ago. Yes. Exactly. But I walk down and I, I grab a broom out of your boat and go to my top. And it is like hanging on by a thread, bars bent. There's 12 inches of snow easily on top of it. Knock it all off. I mean, as I'm knocking it off, I turn around. There's another inch of snow on it. It is just dumping. Get it to where I think it's good. Go back, go back to bed. Get back what the hotel about five or six. Yeah. Sleep till eight thirty till we go get breakfast. Look outside. There's like another 12, 14 inches of snow on top of what already was. I'm like, oh my god, go go back to the boat again. Yeah. <laughs> like it was absolutely crazy. I but, have to say, oh, go sorry, no, sorry, I was just say, but I think we were paid off because I think some of those days of fishing up there, when the snow was falling, the wind wasn't blowing. Yeah. And those temperatures, even though they were five and fifteen degrees. You know, a couple days prior, they actually were warm. You know, they were 28, 30, which at that time was. I don't know if we just got rewarded for being the only guy on the whole river or. <laughs> yeah, but I think we actually wanted to bite that day. I'm not really sure yet. Yeah. I, I want to think it's a little bit of both because I think between the next two days fishing, we fished what? Like four hours and limited out. Like, I mean, combined for both days and limited out both days. No oh, problem. Yeah. But never. Shoveling the back of the boat out every 20 minutes yep. because clients are going to fall if the rod is getting bent. It's yeah. already built up eight inches. I think that's the most fun and, and cool part about guiding is how when you make that your job and that's your career to go out there and, and make sure you get to take people. How, how You would have not done all that if you weren't guiding. We would have just yeah, exactly. and the story not. and the fight that you have to go through and the crazy, like, what else are you going to do? And that's what you always tell your clients. They're like, are you sure? And you're like, I'm gonna well, try to go anyways. You know, I'm here. No, I agree. If you're not it's guiding, you're not cool going to take those bigger of it. risks and, and work yeah, that hard. Yeah, it's the most fun part of guiding. And I, I think the I huge think. part about that was the fact that your clients were there. Like your clients came in for yeah. a couple of days. Mine didn't make it, mm -hmm. so we just kind of combined forces and threw our clients under the top and went out there. But one of the most eerie aspects of fishing that day, actually both those days, was Columbia Gorge. Beautiful place. It's got. You know, I mean, but there's a lot of activity, like there's a lot of freeway activity. So you go in the gorge and you can hear the you hear the freeways. And we're down there fishing in Sturgeon and it is like nothing. It's almost like you might as well <laughs> been on the top of Mount Hood on a windless day. Like there was just no sound. I-84 was shut down. 14 was completely shut down. And we are sitting there just absolutely goat roping Sturgeon. Yeah, and it's just like this. Like, with your who, ears ringing. Right, yeah. right. Who else is the dumbasses out here? Just us. Just yeah. us. The only noise was the clients hooping and hollering on oh. doubles and triples yeah. as the, probably avalanches are sliding down the canyon. Dude, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That too. A few yeah. days later. Just 
we had some, but you'll, you know, stuff like that. Like I said, during it, you, you'll never forget those days. Like nope. we do a lot of days on the water, but something about those days, you just never forget it. Those are the ones you'll actually remember. Yeah. It's funny how many things, how many, especially when you have clients show me, like, oh, I remember that fish. And you're like, I, I think genuinely just... don't. I like, it's just crazy. How you can forget these fun moments with people. Oh, yeah. Those days that just burn their no, way that, that forever, you know, never be forgotten. <laughs> never. <laughs> Two days later, we're driving. I, I go home for the night. actually came back for the live feed that next morning. I'm driving up, and my clients um, my clients are about five minutes ahead of me driving down 84. And during that melt-off and the stuff like that, my clients hit the landslide that closed 84. They hit it going like 70 miles an hour, complete you know, wash out of the windshield, can't see Jesus. anything, just Jesus take the wheel kind of crap. They go through it about five minutes later. I get up to it, but there was a couple semis that had their flashers on slowing down, and I just get through it. But as, as you start driving across this road, and there's, like, some water, and then all of a sudden it's, like, all, all the slush is moving, and it just looked like the whole earth was, like, moving from right I was, to left. I was on the phone with him because I was like, hey, dude, it's, it's wicked. I was in Hood River, and I remember him on the phone going, I don't know what's going on, but there's, like, foam and bubbles all across the road. And all of a sudden he goes, hold on, hold on. There's a, I think there's people piled up. And I'm like, well, we hear about the big landslide. He right. went right through it. His clients right. went through it with sticks bouncing off the windshield. Right, so I go through it and they closed, they closed 84 down for like the whole day. Right. By, I mean, like right behind me. And so we get everyone Good to fishing that day too. Good fishing. That day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, we go down there and go back to the plan for the last two days, but yeah, just the absolute garbage we've gone through this season and now i think everybody broke something or was broken into oh it makes white. it less monotonous so doesn't it yeah i mean oh. it's <laughs> never the same dude. yeah i guess when everyone's taking a hit they don't hurt as bad right exactly. when your buddies are getting yeah, hit at the same time there was no way that i think that we could have done because like i said we did 16 days with brandon and blair up there i don't think there's no way like individually, one person could have done it because it was like, do you need gas cans? We had to like run fuel down to the docks. I broke my snow shovel like the first day, just broke right in half, like game over. <laughs> like between propane heaters and tanks, trying to keep everyone propaned up, doing propane runs, just the absolute garbage we were going through there. Uh, it would have been it, a good good thing to film the whole experience. Oh, like I wish we were. Everyone's just there for each other. and doesn't matter. Like once you get your boat done, Next guy, yep. let's work on everybody, and mm-hmm. and uh, shows how we all come together when it's yeah. when it's crunch time, you know. But thankfully, it's not always like that, so it wouldn't make that good of a show. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that, that week, a, that week would have been nuts. no. That that's just it neat, just you made know? a good experience yeah. to, to oh, yeah. for people to see. Like it's not all butterflies and like going out and having a good time. This is this is the real grind. Yeah, yeah. Luckily, we don't deal with that weather all the time. No, I, I, I give it to those Midwest that, guys. Oh God, that are it's like, insane. 10 degrees every day. I mean, just people miserable. Yeah. It's hard to keep them out of it. I can't believe how hard, like, you know, like I was worried about my equipment and the power steering. And then, I mean, I was just thinking back. I'm like, well, shoot, what are these guys doing every day over in Minnesota when they're fishing? I mean, this is what they're dealing with. Obviously, the equipment can handle it, but there was a lot of learning. There was a lot of, like, uh, learning. All I have I to mean, say is heated shops. Those boats go in heated oh. shops every night. I never thought I'd throw de-icer on the floor of my boat just so I can make sure I don't send somebody out the back running for a rod for, you know, set hook on the <laughs> I mean, I threw gallons of that de-icer in the damn boat just to get it done. It was so bad the first two days, like, 
the ice is building up as your clients are reeling in. We're out to like anywhere from 160 to 200 feet on the line counter. And I put brand new line on all my reels in the first two days, just the ice guide, the guides icing up, just chewed up the line. And so like day three, I'm like, main line broke. And I'm going, huh, that's weird. That's, that's brand new line. I started looking at it and just like chewed. Right. It's like it'd been rubbing on rope or whatever. So even, even our line just got demolished. I know you went through a couple reels. I had a real break. <sighs> um, Tapping a rod holder in the plastic just snaps right off. You know? <laughs> it, it's seven degrees with the windshield in the gorge. I figure that that one day we were probably in the like minus fifteen to twenty with the windshield, you know. And yeah. that's pretty wicked in the open air. Yeah. Oh, especially the way it comes down that it's like a pipe out there. It just comes right down the tube. Yeah. It doesn't matter. If, even if it's not that temperature there, it just comes straight from oh. eastern oregon washington and just funnels right at you oh yeah i mean all of us have been on smaller rivers where you're in a canyon but something about in that open gorge if it's it seven, moves different weather weather patterns i mean yeah. this is a very unique area i heard you were up there i did i went up i snuck up so, there one day uh, i called Cam, i'm gonna make keep the record straight i called cameron the night before and i said hey is there any bank spots where you've been fishing he goes no not really and then i show up to the only bank spot in there is anchored out right in front of me me? No, Powers was, I wasn't in uh, there. Power, no, we would go right past there. you. Did you see me go you past you? You were up further, further. You were right out in front of me the whole time. You came and circled by me. I didn't even know it was Oh, because Powers I'm just little. teasing you, but he, I literally, I call Cameron, and he's like, no, there's not really that many good spots. I don't I don't really know him. And then I show up, and I'm like running to these dudes. like, yeah, this is like the best spot. And I see Cameron anchored up just up river a little bit. And I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> you, you, went, you went to the rest we, area. We went just below the mouth of the, the river that dumps in there. Yeah. The cool, yeah, the cool, yeah, yeah. That's where I told you to go. Yeah. Well, I would, I'm just joking. I, I, I obviously wasn't listening enough. But I that's just, a good spot to be. Yeah, the, but it was cool because we ran into some addicts, dudes who had a kayak and stuff, so they ran it out, and it, it was pretty neat. We ended up getting one fish just under. Yeah, Powers was yeah. there, and he's like, he's like, oh, I heard this dog bark. He's like, I think that was little. And then he's like, he had that gray Columbia <laughs> yeah. up there with nothing Everybody on bunched it. up for a little bit there just below us next to you. Everybody's moving around like quick, and then you never came down. Yeah, like, normally, normally that there. fish is better, there. but the current was burning that day, and something mm -hmm. we dealt with mm -hmm. a lot this season up there, and uh, – Normally that fish is way better, and that is an excellent bank spot. But yeah, that day, yeah. the current was just. The kids said that they had had days there, even recently, where they're getting, I mean, they're getting bites before they get back in the kayak. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So it was cool. I was just, I was just kind of winged it. Everything was blown out. Everything was flooding, and we were trying to look for a place to film a video. And I was like, well, no brainer. It's there. It's, yeah. it's ready to go. So we went up there and didn't get any, and then we ended up going to Big River Grill and getting salmon dip, or excuse me, sturgeon dip. Yeah. <laughs> I told I told the people in the video we were gonna eat a sturgeon, and so we ate some sturgeon. Yeah, you had that one. You had that ace in the hole. Yeah, I did. I've mean, had it before, so we made. It was a really fun day. It was yeah. it was cool going up there for the day, and it was beautiful. It was just one of you know, just one of those calm days where, like days like today, and and this side of the mountain on towards the coast a little bit more, it's just that marine air, so you know, so, soaking wet and just miserable all day. Doesn't really matter what you do or where you go or what you wear, you're going to end up being wet and miserable. And so to be able to hop over east, and it's it's really cool about where we live. To oh, yeah. We can do that. Just bounce around like that. I don't think we do it enough. Yeah. You know? Well, I found you some other bank spots when you go again. Just kind of like we should. Around, like, we, we have some on, time. Like, like the last week, just kind of looking around, seeing where some guys are coming down. I saw a couple guys dragging them up like down below. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, there's some. Yeah. There's, well, we got plenty of seasons. Well, a couple of updates for you guys and the people listening, we got some pretty cool people coming into town. Some professional chefs are showing up. So 
for Michigan, so we're going to be floating for Steelhead the next few days. And then, of course, our premieres. And then we're leaving for Tennessee at the end of the week. Nice. So that'll be cool. Stripers. I'm going to go try to go catch my first one ever. Who are you going with over there to catch we, that striper? We are going with Kyle McClellan, who we filmed with in Michigan for Steelhead. And it's one of our big videos on YouTube right now. It's, it's a, He's one of us. Google Gobble, one of us, for sure. He's just one of the coolest <laughs> dudes I've met. And he just was family right away, it seemed like, for, for all of us. And so I'm excited. He goes down and gets out of the cold every year and goes down to Tennessee and sets up on a couple of these lakes and rivers. And so oh, yeah. Doesn't freeze his ass off, basically. Smart man. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go meet up with him. But. And then sportsman shows in February. Yeah. Two sportsman shows in February. Yes, yeah, right. We'll and then steelhead much, or st- excuse me, steelhead fish as much as possible. Because it is good. Oh, I, can't. <laughs> I just want to go so bad every day. It's one of those years. I don't, I haven't even, I've gone one time when we went and filmed yet. I got to get over this damn keeper sturgeon season yeah. because the state keeps extending our keeper sturgeon season. They give it to us, you know. Once a year, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, well, not or fortunately, it sounds like we're going to get another additional chunk added to the original quota. Yeah. So this thing might go for another freaking two, three, four well, weeks. Well, it's neat they get the opportunity because there's so much of the year we can't keep them. Yeah. We don't get to eat. I just eat, I honestly ate my first one this year with Marlin, and it was one of the best fish I've had in a long time. And I'm a connoisseur. And I would call myself a connoisseur of a fish. Like I, I'll eat anything twice, you know, yeah. I'll at least try it twice. But third time, it's on you. Um, but there's. But on the other note, but, it's good to see the strong fishery and how it's able to go that right. long and add and to that quota. Like, like that says a little something, maybe you know about yeah. what's going on with a little bit of management well, but, in that area. Mm-hmm. Well, you look look at management around. You know, everything's decline, 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 decline. And fortunately, with these stagnant populations and a good mm. good program where they are able to, you know, actually assess what's in the pool as far as these population goes, a, a very strong tag mark or tag and our tag mark recapture mm-hmm. program, they know what's there. And so, fortunately, they've done so well that really these quotas they adjust a little bit as certain age groups grow a little bit. And that's what we might see a bump actually in the quota this year. Um, but the reality is they know what's going on and it's a very well-managed fishery. So, so that's why you can keep them. That's why and we can it, and, keep and so them. So below yeah. Bonneville, we don't get that grace below because Bonneville, we don't really know what's influxing. Below Bonneville, you have, you have some yeah. major issues yeah. with sea lion predation, killing spawners, which mm-hmm. that, that, you know, we didn't have a problem with sturgeon populations until they came in. But then you also have, you also don't have a static population. In other words, a lot of these fish can move in and out of the Willamette. They can move in and out of the ocean. Or we get tag recoveries all the way from the Sacramento River all the way to the Fraser. It's, it's kind of like an open pen, mm-hmm. and those fish can move in and out, so it's not they as... They probably follow food, ultimately. Well, they, they can, or they just get a wild hair up their freaking butt, and yeah. like, Sacramento sounds good. I'm going Ooh, south for the winter. Got and a girlfriend bail. down there. Yeah, they bail out. <laughs> no, so, like, and that's why it's a little tougher, a little tougher, and they and they act real cautious and real conservative with the seasons that they set for yeah. us in there, too. So. Well, that's but, good. It's good that they give so the industry some, some, so, some room to make some money. And then just a chance for the, the general public to get to enjoy the fish that's around. Like here, I tell you know? my clients all the time, how many opportunities you get to eat dinosaur meat? <laughs> Come on, you guys. True. We gotta appreciate oh, every day we got them. out here. I love them. They are very good. Well, you better save some damn steelhead. Yes. For me. Because one day I'll get best. one day I'll get to go. Yeah. It's just crazy. I haven't wet a line one time yet, but I'm about to. This week, I, I decided no more dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Calling it. Let's Calling it quits. Yep.
Well, that's the roundup. We'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. 